What's your name? Mine. Yeah. Shane. Shane who? McGinnis. Okay, that's the best question you can come up with after two hours of footy. You're quite brilliant, Shane. Yeah, terrific. I think you've got to look at what you stand for as a journalist, to be frank. and piggettes we are back for the third installment of the greatest super coach podcast show in australia i am brett sports bet sigrin and i am joined today by my lovely co-host sam the ram masters <laughs> sammy boy sammy boy sammy boy hello piggy how are you mate good buddy how you doing another ripping intro from you Another ripping Jeez. Pig oh, energy. I've just having had an epiphany. What's that? Our show doesn't have to be great, but it just has to be better than Shane. Yeah, uh, yeah. Poor old Shane. Questioning is a career choice. After Rossy Lyon ripped into him. <laughs> Ross Ross the boss oh, Lyon taking no prisoners. Just went bang, didn't he? Doesn't that just make you exciting to listen to him this year? Pete? Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I love Rossy. Uh, I'm genuinely exciting. So mate, hey, how are you? How have you been since good. the last week? Yep. Uh, we just we just finished a quick hit of uh, eighteen pig. It was good. Yep, how'd I go? Give me some feedback. Uh, you went well. Went very well. A few pars in there. Okay, I like good. to hear so it. So you're progressing nicely. All right, just like this show, perfect yeah, segue. That's right, yeah, definitely. So week three, we've, we've covered the back line, we've covered the mids. Tonight we're going to have a chat about the forward line. Yep, we're going to jump over to the forwards. We're only a few weeks out. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great, Pig. I can't wait. Fired up. Got the notepad ready for next week. The intra-clubs and... The intra-clubs is the one for me. As soon as I start to see... Um, port run out in the intro club i get really excited so yep. it's going to be great mm-hmm. i've seen you've been churning the content out on youtube mm, yeah youtube's still going along nicely yep. we're writing th- articles for the patrons and i'll be honest with you i've been watching in the shadows yeah. taking some notes you've <laughs> given you've given the people what they needed so fantastic Good. yep plenty more to come people just getting started all right awesome so Exciting. let's get into it Part of our team, Pig. If we get this right, it's going to set up our our season, definitely. I know. I've gone a little bit skinny in the forward line. How's your forward looking? I've gone quite deep in the forward line. I've made some shuffling. Uh, <gasps> okay. Yeah, a bit surprised at what you're going to hear from me. So we might have to circle back and look at our team as a whole. Yeah, it has changed a little bit. Uh, the structure has changed a little bit to try and fit in these big dogs. All right, so let's just kick it off. The question that everyone wants to know, Josh Dunkley, is he a must-have? He's a must-have, Pig. Definitely, yep. Say that again. <laughs> He's a must-have. He's a must-have. I'll keep saying it if you want me to. He's a must-have. And I'll put my hand up. I didn't have him in my original team. Yeah. And I pretty much just lied to myself every night thinking, you know, do you need him? Do we really need him? Yep, you need him. And the, the answer is yes, get him in. Yep, he's, yeah, he's pretty much, he'll be top four forward guarantee with a contention for top, you know, top spot just on his numbers and his uh, pedigree. So if you've been living under a rock, Josh Dunkley's moved over from Brisbane, from Bulldogs to the Lions. Pretty high-profile deal. He's worth 596k, so he's, he's definitely one of the pricier forwards of recent history. Averaged 108 from 22 games, which is a great return. Mm, huge. So last four seasons, 108, 102, 104, 116 in 2019. 
massive. That's huge. So, so you can see what he can do when he's playing majority mid pick. He can even contend uh, as a top sort of eight midfielder. And going into picking my original team, that's what I thought. Possibly could they be playing him full-time mid, but by all reports, he seems to be a real weapon in that midfield, a new element to the Brisbane Lions engine room. So I think he's yep. a must-have. He scored 155 versus Frio last year. He's got scoring potential. He probably... Mm got shuffled around a little bit at the dogs because of how multi-talented he is. He's definitely a two-way runner. He has a real hard defensive edge, which is great for a forward line pinch hit player. But I think Lions are really going to use him as that X factor. Yeah. Yeah. I think they recruited him because they lacked a bit of grunt in the midfield. You know, they didn't have that hard tackling um, sort of, you know, hard nose player. And they've got some great players. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, they want that hard tackling sort of a ball winner. And good user can get forward and, and kick a couple goals. So I think he'll be playing majority midfield pick and uh, we know he can score well there. I think Definitely. I think you're 100% right. And if you don't have him early on, you're going to be scrambling to get him in. So yep. One of the rare players in the, in the comp that's uh, broken the 200 barrier as well, pig. Let's just make some... 2019. Some... Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. that's impressive. Yep. So that always comes into my calculations. If they can score 200, they, they get uh, a bit of a pass mark for me to get into my team okay yep you're right mm-hmm. so he's definitely a pig at full four would you say yep oh there's a pig on the ground <laughs> there is a pig at full forward yeah he's a pig i love him he's one of my favorite players josh dunkley he's definitely love great to watch if you're a football it. fan josh dunkley is one of your first picked yep. in any squad yep. okay so let's just assume josh dunkley is our number one pick yep so he's our batman of the forward line who's going to be our robin who are you going to pair with Josh Dunkley. So I've written a few options down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to know who, who that other primo pairing is going to be. Uh, would you like me to kick it off? Yeah. Who have you got? All right. So I've gone for a hometown favorite of mine, Connor Rosie. Yeah. Pretty good choice. Yeah. So last year it. was his breakout season. How good was he last year? He started the first four rounds up forward, was struggling in form, playing in that hard position of half forward. Uh, they moved into the midfield against Carlton and he didn't turn back. So he had he had some low scores, a 25, I think, in round one. Uh, so yep. it's going to go against what I'm about to tell you. He, he's worth 513K. He's got a break-in of a 93, and his average is 93. Yep, yep. But those numbers don't quite tell the story, Pig. So That's... like you mentioned, after moving to the midfield, I you know, did a bit of digging on, on Conor Rosey. Uh, 103.5 he averaged after going into the mid. Fantastic. So yes, he averaged that ninety. What was it ninety three? You said for the year, but yeah, the first five or four or five games are a bit of an outlier, and then yeah, averaged one hundred hundred and three for the rest of the year. Here's another one. You ready? Mm-hmm. We talk about this a fair bit. We watched some of his games, or nearly all of his games last year, and we both said, "How is he scoring so low yeah. for how much impact he's having?" Yep. Well, I've dug deep. I've done a deep dive. Exposures. Let me tell you about this. He last year he scored. 150 twice, and he scored 162 Huge. as a top scorer. Yep. So, yes, some games he probably didn't get the credit he deserved. I have to write an official complaint into <laughs> Supercoach and find out what the hell was going on. Mm. But that's undeniable. Yeah. So Huge. anyone that wants to say that he can't score, that's crazy because you put those three scores up against the top mids in the competition. Oh, it's, it's elite. I don't think... I don't think maybe all bar about four have that. Like yep. even against Josh Dunkley right now. So yep. if you compare him against Dunkley, his top, his top three scores 
far out way Dunkley. Yeah, so he's one of those rare players, Pig. And again, this is this is what you know what I look for in super coach players: uh, the big ceiling guys who can go the one fifty pluses. They're yeah. the ones that you want to get. And I don't, I do not want to miss Connor Rosey this year. So yep, especially huge. at a break even of ninety three, he finished the season off with a hundred and sixty two. I believe that might have been his yep. best score in the showdown. Yep, one at Best and Ferris. One and all Australian. He seems like the type of player that once they start to accumulate the accolades, they don't turn back. I really believe he's a must-have at 513K. Yeah, great value. You know, Supercoach is all about statistics and and potential. Yep. And this is the great balancer. So he doesn't quite have the resume behind him. He's only, I think, into his fourth year now. He's going into his fifth year now, yeah. His fifth year now, so he's four completed seasons. Mm -hmm. He's had an injury-interrupted season. He's had two seasons playing in that forward role as he learnt the ropes. This this season pass is his true indicator of what what potential he can possibly give to your team, and I really think he's a choice of mine that I'm going to stick with. Yeah, huge upside. So, great great pick. I like that, Piggy. That's really nice. All right, I've got one more, and this is another one that we debate off-air constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim Taranto. So, mm-hmm. high-profile move from Giants to Richmond. Very highly rated in his draft year. Giants pulled a few strings to, to make sure he came through the doors. Was so he top five pick, was he? He was, yeah. Yeah, three or four. Yep. Yep. So, yep. they would obviously be upset to lose him, but that's the way it is. He's come down to Richmond. Giants have been an absolute rubble for the last two years, and there's been a lot of up and down for all their midfield brigade. You see Coniglio had such a huge year last year. Some other players didn't have quite the year. Taranto and Copper were two of those players. Mm. I would say he is definitely someone who's underpriced at the moment at 91. No, he's sitting at a great price pick, just over 500k. So if we're talking value and price, then yeah, it's a tick for me, but... And we're talking about ceiling players. So you mentioned Rosie. Taranto's scoring history, I think he might have gone over 120 just a couple of times, Pig. That's true, so yes. And, and he's only broke the 100 mark in 2019 as an average. That was in his third season. So he's quite young. Yeah. I don't think he's going to score that 150, 160, but... You also need those players that Solid. are solidly yeah. scoring 100, 110, 115. I really believe, I think he'll finish the season with about 105 average. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'd be pretty handy, definitely. Obviously, see how he goes at his new club, but I think it'll be a benefit for him. 500K, it's pretty much a no-brainer. I think half half the uh, coaches in the competition have him, so probably want to get on board that train as well, I think. Very nice. If you don't have him, you might feel robbed by the end of the season. What do you think? Robbed right in front of me. Yep, right in front of me. You don't want to get beaten by what you know, pig. And we know Taranto is a gun, so get him in. So, what do you think? These two options, Rosie and Taranto, yeah. you like yep. him? I love it. Love it. Is so, it a bit of horses for course. Is it uh, six or one, half a dozen the other? Do you think it's probably one or the other if you're going to choose in your team? I'm going to go with both. Say that again. <laughs> Taranto's one that I might think about moving on just because it could be a bit of an antipod. Uh, a lot of coaches have him, so. But yeah, uh, Rosie will be my pick first out of those two. But yeah, both are great players. All right, Pigby Morell, what have you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've got my boy Zach Butters, Piggy, one of my favourite players at the, the Power. He's just an absolute bull. And we spoke about how good Rosie was last year. And I know he's 103 when he did play the midfield. Butters actually averaged more than him last year. So how, how good Rosie was, Butters actually did average more. And he had a few down games as well, with injury and stuff like that. I love them both. I really love them both. 
and they're very hard to split for me. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking probably, you know, football, eye test, uh, talent, probably Rosie gets it. But if, if we're talking super coach scorers, I think Butters might be better consistency and even a ceiling. I think Butters probably is the better pick for mine. I made the prediction last year that Rosie and Butters would both crack the 100, which was a massive call at the start of the year. I wasn't yeah. that far off. I was no, you weren't. quite happy you were very how close. it went, but maybe I went a season too early. So very real possibility both of these players could be averaging over 100. I think so, big time. Yeah, so I reckon Butters can go bang this year. Just look at some of his scores from last year. Yeah, 136, 130. Uh, he, and this is how he finished the year, Pig. His last five games, 106, 120. 121, 106, 125. So super consistent and a really nice ceiling. You know, uh, there's three scores of 120 plus in there. So definitely the potential's there. I think there's massive upside on both the picks. I just love how he goes about it. And obviously, he, yeah, he probably goes a bit too hard at times. But if if you're not if if your knock on a guy is that he goes too hard at the ball, then that's a win for me. No, you're watching the wrong sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so. he's never going to be big, but he's going to mature into his body, so he's going to learn how to cop those injuries a little bit better. So yeah. yeah he's so just he, so elite. They're both really elite. I hate to be biased, but they are just so I know. We elite. Get, we get a bit of stick about how much we love Zach Butters on this yeah. podcast, and but just, there's reason for it. Well, if you've ever listened to him talk, his attitude is, is second to none as yep. well. That's a massive driver in how successful you're going to be. So I really think... His ceiling is untapped, same as yeah, Connor Rosie. Massive ceiling, both of them. So yeah, last year went at the ninety six point two, and that's with three scores in the f- uh, four scores in the fifties. Pig. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, injury affected game. So you know, if we take a couple of them out, if he gets a bit more consistent, maybe a bit more durable with his body, a bit stronger, uh, a bit smarter about the contest, he could go. Yeah, one hundred five. I don't see why not. You've given me the cold sweats here. I'm thinking about going Rosie into Butters. Pig, I've gone all four at the moment. <laughs> that's how deep I've gone in my forward line. I'd love to see. It's pretty what... crazy. Yeah, I've had to. F- I've had to take out a primo in the mid. You've clearly robbed Peter to pay. Yeah, that. I've had. To, I've had. I've had to lose a Tom Mitchell in the mid. Okay, that's. But not I'm too okay bad. with it. Say that again. I'm okay with it. Losing Tommy Mitchell, so I've, yeah, I've lost Tom Mitchell for a, you know for a, a warple, but gets me a a, a rosy with the butters, so. Mitchell for Warple's not too bad either. Yeah, I don't mind yeah that. 200, 250k banked. So, yeah. I uh, just worry about Warple. Didn't have a great season last year. Didn't have a great first quarter. Uh, didn't have a great second quarter. In fact, I didn't think he had a great game. <laughs> Thanks, Malcolm. Well said, bloody. Yeah. No, you're right. He, Warple could, could go to anyone, though. He could go to a Max Holmes, I guess, or could go down to a rookie even. I'm flirting around with a, a third rookie in the midfield big. I don't hate it. I'm warming to the idea, considering there's uh, you know there's so much, so many options on other lines, especially in the forward line. Well, I'm rolling with three rookies in my mid. I've got Ashcroft, yep. McLean, and Phillips. So okay, yeah, I like that. I McLean, like that. not quite a rookie, but rookie basement price. But yeah, just on that as well, pick. I like the McLean pick in the mid because it gives you that mid forward flexibility. That's right. Because otherwise, all of our picks are mid only. So that could be a Something to think about maybe if we're looking at our structure. I know it's very important to have that flexibility. And I went into last season doing doing that for the first time. I had a defender, mid, uh, mid forward, mid defender. I also had a forward defender with McCartan and I can't remember exactly. De Conning. De Conning, yeah. So yep. I found that was really advantageous. Yep, yep. Yeah, definitely helps a lot. So yeah, there's, there's a lot to like there, Pig, but I think the forward line... 
I think those four, and maybe Coniglio. That's what I was going to mention. Coniglio is probably the last option. Yeah. I'm, I'm really conservative when it comes to Coniglio. Mm. I don't quite know. I've just made that up on the spot. Well, you think way. he's going to... Well, you did, you did mention it off air. You, do you think he could maybe play a bit more forward? I just don't know. I think it's a real unknown what's going to happen with this uh, retooled Giants midfield. Yep. So I, yep. I, think he'll, I think he'll have a good season. I'm not quite sure if it will match his price tag. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he's very pricey. He's the second most expensive forward, if I'm not mistaken. Big, I think. And if you're going to go with Josh Dunkley, then maybe it's Dunkley, Rosie, Dunkley, Taranto, Dunkley, Butters, instead of Coniglio as that second option. Yeah. Yeah, he's his second uh, most expensive. So, yeah, there's a lot to like there, Pig. But, yeah, Butters, uh, I think, would be my second choice. I really like him. I think he's going to go bang this year. If he can stay healthy, if he can play 22 games, 23 games, actually. We get, you know we get another game this year? We do, an yeah. Another game. week of punting. Another Brilliant. sweat. I love it. I love to see it. But yeah, another week of buyers, but it's a trade-off, I guess. Yeah, that. let's not get into that. That's <laughs> our episode. But that's, yeah, that's exciting, Pig. All right, plenty to think about. There's plenty of options. That's the takeaway from yep. that segment. Yep. Shortly, we'll get into the mid-price players. All right, Pig. So, middies. Middies in the forward line. What are you thinking? What do you got? Tried to go... Away from the nat, like Nat Five, Ben Cunnington. I think we covered Cunnington. Like yeah, we last mentioned week. Cunnington. So yep. I, I went for the. Obvi- He's obviously a good. Went choice. away from the obvious ones, mm. um, and I went to left field ones. I've got Jack Zebel. Yep. Not my not my first option, but could be an interesting option. So he's three hundred and fifty six k. He's break even sixty five. He averaged one hundred and seven in in two thousand twenty one. And all other seasons, he's around that 80 to 90 mark. I don't think he's a must-have, but watch his role. I've heard he's going to play down back. Could possibly be around 15 to 20 points under price. Yeah. We so know maybe he's... a good upgrade, maybe a good uh, cash cow to upgrade option. Yep. We know he scores well when he plays back there, Pig. So I don't mind that. Yeah, I definitely, when I, when I, my ears perked up when I heard that he's going to be playing uh, in the defense again. Could definitely be something option. to look at. Again, not my first pick. As a mid price, but I think there could be a bit of meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pig, I picked another one here, a bit left of field. Liam Shields. Oh, okay. Three hundred and thirteen k, break even of fifty seven. New club. Yeah, new club. Looks like he's going to play a bit. I just feel like he's going to plug some holes for Clarko's team. He's obviously in a team where he could be well be one of the better on ballers. Keep an eye on him. Historic, obviously recruited for a reason. Obviously recruited for a reason. He was on the way out at Hawthorne, but he played the majority of his career in a pretty successful team. So he was more of a role player or gap filler in that respect. But historically, he scored around the 70 to 80 mark in a stack team, like I mentioned. Could be a real pod, dual position, I believe, as well. So his break even's 57. He could be around 20 points under price. Okay, something to think about. Piggy, I've got a couple here. Go on, what do you got for me? Or I've got a, a guy called Archie Perkins, Pig. Okay, Archie. Now, I'm sort of going to... It's more of a breakout candidate than, you know, maybe a value pick, but I like the way he's going about it. He's, he played midfield, a bit of midfield last year and looked good when he did. He's into his third year this year. Watch this space. The word is that he's playing a majority inside midfielder under Brad Scott. It's quite funny because... <laughs> And to God, uh, I read a update on on an Essendon internal, and they said that he attended the most centre bounces. Mm. 
And I straight away thought Sam's gonna Sam's gonna be all over <laughs> this guy. All over it. Oh, he's he's highly touted pick. He's top ten pick, and he was part of that uh, draft where Essendon picked up two or three guns inside the top twenty. So obviously, really highly rated. And not only that, uh, girls want to be with him, and guys want to be him. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that a direct again. quote from his manager in his draft year. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. Oh, he, fair enough. He went on record he, to say guys want to be him and girls want to be with him. I guess he is quite dreamy. If you think about it. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really uh, like him being that's a, disgusting. Inside midfielder, he he could you know he could add 20, 30 points on his price tag right now. He's priced at fifty seven. So uh, Wayne Miller is another one. Piggy, are yeah. we? We know what he can do. So when he did actually get on the park, uh, so 2019 averaged 74, 2018 when it's 79. So he can score well when he when he's on the park. So if he's got that halfback role and he's healthy, by all accounts he is. A lot of super coach uh, pundits would have been a little bit burnt by him from last year. Yeah, he's he had definitely big hopes burnt. From him, he's but definitely burnt some coaches. You also forget his potential. So I think that's a good option. Yeah. Something to think about if he's playing halfback and uh, distributing. One more pig. Well, there's so many, but I'll go one more for you, all right? So a bloke by the name of Jason Horn Francis. Yeah. Tell uh, me obviously, we don't want to pick too many port players, but if we're looking for value, there's there's no more valuable players than, than this guy. Oh, there's a pig on the ground. <laughs> there is a pig at full forward. He's got the potential to be a pig. He's going to be a pig and a half. Yep, definitely. So I'm so excited. I, I'm just so happy. It hasn't really even sunk in that he's going to play for Port this year. I'm just super excited. Yeah, he's gone under the radar. They tried to they tried to lower his his reputation. Impossible pig. He's going to be an absolute star of the yep. competition. Yep, can't he keep him down. Could may well take the league by storm this year. Yeah. So in his debut year uh, last year, so he's had one, two. Uh, three scores in the 90s, so that's pretty pretty nice. He yeah, averaged 63, not great on paper, but played 17 games. So That's an 18-year-old. Yeah, that's, that's right. Your debut year, play 17 games, that's, that's a tick. Uh, and should only get better, Pig. So I could expect, you know, price at 63, he could go 75, 80, no, no worries. So could be a good option if we're looking for, you know, a mid-forward, three, 348K. I like it. But there's it. so many, Pig. There's so many. We could do a whole podcast on... On value picks in in the forward line, we haven't mentioned a bloke called Nat Five, by the way. Knife the five. So, what do you? Knife what's your knife. gut feel on him? Obviously, we could go through his stats, and they're a little bit misleading. Oh, well, you can go through his stats, and you think, "Well, oh, I've got to pick this guy." But yeah, yeah I, it's what's hard your gut to say. feel? Is he going to play mostly forward? Gut yeah. feel is he'll be forward. He's just ta- he's just uh, walked away. Well, not walked away, but he's he's handed off the captaincy to someone else. Relieved himself of yep, the burden. Relieved himself of that. So I think Which I be, like. I personally like that from the yeah, players. I think so. Give a younger guy a go. So I think he'll be more forward and that's the word that he's been working with the forward group. So Rio's midfield is stacked. Yeah, they so got a really good midfield. So I just can't really see a spot for him there. I think he'd be It sounds forward. silly. He's a Brownlow medalist. A double dual Brownlow medalist? Dual Brownlow medalist. Dual Brownlow yeah. medalist. It's, it's funny to say that he can't make the midfield at Frio, but <laughs> I think for the for the benefit of their future, they're going to um, play him up forward. And he can yep. take a mark. And yep. Fremantle... That's right. They, they're lacking a bit of power up forward. Yeah. So he could very well kick three goals, two to three goals a game, and his value might yeah. be... Yeah, that's right. He's price. so cheap. He's just over 300k. Crazy to think. So purely on his price pig, it's still enticing. Even if he's playing forward, it's still enticing. 
So, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching him very closely in the preseason. If he's looking fit and healthy, kicking a couple of snags, I might consider him. So, basically, the takeaway is there's a lot of good options at 300k, yeah, between, 350. Yeah, between very speculative. 300 to 400k. A lot of them are speculative. Like, like you always say, Pig, there's a reason why they are priced that way. But uh, yeah, there's a lot to like, and if if we get if we can get these you know a couple of these picks right, like say if we do hit on an Archie Perkins or, or a Wayne Miller or a Horn Francis, if we get that right, it's huge, huge for the the makeup of our year. And do you think there's a big gap between that that type of range player and Ben Cunnington, who sits in the low four hundreds? Do you think that if you downgraded from a Cunnington to one of those players? you could probably use that 100,000 in a better place? Or you think that's a bit of a gap? Because Ben Cunnington could very well go for 100. Yeah, well, Ben Cunnington's a, a unique one because uh, he could go 100 plus. So And he's the, for me, he's the one at 400. Yeah. There's no one else at 400 that, stand I'm, out. that I'm willing to uh, invest in. Yeah. If not, yeah. I'd rather go in that 300, 350 yeah. range. Yeah. It's hard to know, isn't it? But yeah, if we can get one of those or two of those picks right, it's huge. Very good. Mid-price, plenty of conundrums plenty to, to sort like. through. Yep. The Rooks. The Rooks. The Ford Rooks. I'm, I'm not seeing a hell of a lot at the moment, Pig. At least that can play on our field. There's nothing we, we really... We mentioned McLean. He's not quite a rookie, but rookie price. So he could be one that's obviously going to... Uh, could do a job for us, uh, F6 or F5 if we need to. I haven't got him in, but I think Harry Sheasel's worth a look as well. Yeah. Number three pick, I believe, all North reports, Melbourne. All reports are North Melbourne. He's flying and he has a lot of good traits. So Medium forward? Medium forward. I think he might even pinch hit, move up the ground a little bit. Okay. Yep. Yeah, well, actually, I did see somewhere that he's been playing a bit of wing. So that's interesting. So that could be an option, definitely. One one ninety odd K. He's priced higher, but yeah. other than that, there's not a lot of standouts. There's a lot of younger players that are in their second or third year. Like Finlay McRae, what's going on with that guy? Is he gonna is he gonna take the next step up? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, interesting. Don't know. We got I've got another player on my book, Sam Sturt. He was really rated high for Fremantle, has been uh, ravaged with injury. Yes. But his potential is high. I think when he's played, he's looked really good. So yeah. He's basically at a bargain rookie price. If he can get on the park, he's he's got you know three 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 years of the system above these other rookie price players. Yep, yep. So there may not be a lot of rookies, pig. But the good thing about the four line, I think this year is there's there's a lot of rookie priced players that we can go for. So uh, I'm it's not a very sure. speculative line, and I think this is where you can make or break your team early on if you pick yes. the right players here. And you don't need to trade them in after round two. I think you could get yourself off to a little head start. So I've 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 written down two players here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first player is Jacob Van Ruin from Melbourne. Yep. So he's listed as a one twenty three k forward. He's one ninety four centimeters. From from what I'm reading, I think he's quite versatile. He's not he's not that big lug of a key forward. Uh, he could possibly play back and back or. Um, forward for Melbourne. Yep. I think at the moment he's training as a forward and he's playing really well. So he's picked 19 for the Ds. They they drafted him really good decision at that pick. I think he was a bit of a steal at pick 19. So Well, they need a bit of X-factor up forward, the Ds, don't they? They're sort of lacking a bit of X-factor. Obviously, when Petrarca goes up there, they look dangerous. But 
Well, they do. Know. Ben Brown's a bit of a no-frills forward. He can he can kick a few goals, but uh, he doesn't strike fear in the hearts of no. some teams. Same as Tom McDonald. Again, he can really get the job done, but he also can fade out a game. So Fritch is pretty reliable. Cosy Pickett's obviously the big one. Yeah. Uh, if you could, if you could bring, if you could bring the youth of a Van Royen in your team and play him, maybe he might be a spark and maybe he might score pretty well. All we need is a 50 or a 60 to start mm. the season and we're pretty happy with. Yeah, he's. So, a, I think he's a great bench option. I think he'll be a bit of a slow burner. By all accounts, he is in line for a debut early, so he could be a nice little slow burner on the bench, I think. All right, another one I've got here, Piglot, is Luke Pedler. Lukey Peds, so yes. midfielder Interesting. from the Crows. Pick 11 in the 2020 draft. He was described as an absolute ball of the, mm. that year's draft. Yep. Um, he's been ravaged with injuries. I think the word out is that he's ready to go this year. So Yes. Yep. Yep. We've actually got a bit of an inside word from our boy Sammy Berry, Piggy, that he mentioned that Lukey Pedler is flying. So one to watch. I like that. He's on my field right now. He's Love on it. my field. Yeah. Yep. Plenty of plenty of opportunity at the Crows as well. So had, had, had a decent year in the SANFL last year, Pig, as well. Had some continuity with his football we played most of almost every game i believe it's hard to know with all the buys and stuff that the sanfl have but played 14 games so i don't know how many i think it's 18 total for okay. the SANFL, right. so. so he played the majority of the games and you know scoring 100 90s he's, he's you know 80s he's scoring well so i think if you're unsure and you're looking for a rookie maybe luke peddler is a good option yep. just for now no one's got him before so. all the water goes under the bridge for the preseason and trial matches but i think early pick to save fun, Luke Pedler. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned, obviously, there's yeah, a lot of players that aren't necessarily rookies, but are rookie-priced. So guys like Oscar Allen from, from West Coast is one, just over 200K. Uh, obviously, Ben King coming back from the ACL pick. He's rookie-priced, basically, 176. So there's a, there's options here. Josh Bruce uh, from the Doggies. So do you think it's risky taking the key forwards, even though they're at, they're at unbelievably low prices, you think it's risky bringing them into your team as a rookie? I'm sure Josh Bruce and Ben King could score 70s. So it, it may, may very well be worth it than going a traditional rookie. Yeah, I think so. I think it's worth it 100% because they're basically guaranteed to get a game. That's the thing. Like Oscar okay, Allen will yeah, play every game. As well. Ben King will play every game. Uh, I, won't I guess be I never thought scorers. of that. That's a big factor as well. It's consistency yeah. and scoring ability. It's just to, to, yeah, to being able to be a, rely, rely on them to, to play pick. That's the main thing. When you're looking at your F6 spot, you, you want a guy that's going to play every game, and it's sometimes hard to find. So That's true, and it will based on your team's form as well. So mainly the rookies are the first one out the door when things aren't working quite well for your team. So, yep. yeah, very good point. Maybe I might have to relook at that. Ben King yep. seems a really good option. I think he's going to come back absolutely firing. Could kick 50-plus goals this year. So that would translate into at least 70s. Could yeah. kick four in a game, five in a game. So Yeah, so, he, yeah, he'll score 100 every now and then, definitely. Could be a real pod. He'll score a 30 for you as well sometimes, which will be painful. But, um, yeah, so there's another guy I want to discuss quickly, Pig. He's not quite rookie price. He's, what is he, two... 245, I believe. Let me just check on that. Fact check. 256, sorry. Uh, Sammy Flanders from the Gold Coast Suns pick. Ned? Ned Flanders, yep. Uh, had a massive year in the VFL last year. Had a few Had a few games uh, for the seniors. Didn't like. Didn't go great. What did he average? Uh, 46, so not great. Um, but uh, let's... I just want you to run... I want to run you through his scores in the VFL last year. 
Okay. Now these are these are AFL fantasy scores, so they're not quite super super coach scores, but you get the idea. All right. So he started off with a fifty. Yeah, not not great. 82, 122, 91, 129, 125, 112, 124, 105, 157, 151, 159. Yeah, big scores. It sounds like the penny's finally dropped for him. He seems to be a bit of a slow learner uh, as a high draft pick. Not all of them are. Some of them come in and they're ready to play. I think he had a bit of a shock to the system when he That's just bananas pick. made the AFL but it's just clear that he's a step above. And if actually I read something on his last three games in the finals for the VFL, yeah, yeah. he went ballistic. 157, 151, 159. Alright, so <laughs> someone to think about. If 37 but, touches, 46 touches, 42 touches. I will be interested to see to see his role in the Suns if I yep. made any decisions. That's the big but one, I think obviously. Form wise, he's ready to take the next step. Um, we we all know there's a lot of second Second level heroes in in the AFL. Mm-hmm. That, that's average forty. Uh, and forty. Then, yeah, go they can't in the translate. But he's a yep. young player who's a higher draft pick. So I don't think he's quite in that boat. So I like that. That's yep. a bit of. A so he's one to watch for me. He's where very does he high start though? This. Where do you think he plays? Well, yeah, it's hard to Is know. Is he in the rotation? I think he could be in the rotation. Yeah. I don't so see also why not. I take him Jed over Anderson, Alex Davies or something like that. No, but Jed Anderson's now in that rotation yeah. as well. Yeah. True. True. So yeah, it's obviously you have to watch him, but I that, like it. that's just craziness. Pig those scores and that they're fantasy scores. So I'd love to know what they are. Super coach scores that that would just be like one eighties, finishing off in, in prelim finals. So yeah, one. I two, don't think one he'd be on too radar. many radars. So I like that. So keep an eye out. Definitely put him on the radar, pig. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me for rookies. There's there's a lot to like. Definitely. It's really hard to give too much detail on these rookies yep. until the next few weeks. So in mm. two two to three weeks' time, we're going to have a lot of names and a lot of, of body of work to, to judge it on. So I'm excited. I'm really excited just going through the four-line now. I know we're so close, and I love to see the rookies. There's nothing more exciting than than having a rookie penciled in and you see he plays in the preseason or, you know, he has 20 touches or he, he, he gets a centre bounce attendance or he kicks a few snags. It's really exciting yep, to it see. Is so very exciting. Very early days. Take out advice with a pinch of salt. I think there's a few there that you could you could pl- put in your team and they might stay. The rest is just uh, it's going to work out in the wash in the next three weeks. Yep. Yeah. Very good, Pig. Very good. Right, exciting. Pig, I feel a bit flat this week. How do I sound? Am I right? I think you're right. I think I'm just tired from golf. It's hard to match your energy when you you started with, Pig. That's the problem. When you started at 10, how are you going to keep that energy? So, yeah, no, you've been good. You've been good. Good again. I've been all right. Past mark for both of us, I think. Like you said, golf man. I don't think Rossi Lyon would uh, appreciate. Nah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He'd want more from us, I think. Didn't have a great first quarter. Uh, Didn't have a great second quarter. In fact, I didn't think he had a great game. Yeah, no, Blighty. Bloody wouldn't like us either, I don't think. Yeah, I'm a bit flat. I apologise, but I think we'll be all right. I think we'll move on. <laughs> That's so. right. Another one in the books. Well done. It's been real. It's been good. It just hasn't been real good. As usual. <laughs>